A word before today's story. As staunch listeners will know, this show is built on audio. Audio that holds some meaning to the person at the center of the story. It can be a home video, a voicemail, the theme song to a TV show, it doesn't matter. That audio becomes a window into the seemingly insignificant. It reveals the trivial, the superficially banal. Today's story, however, is different. There is no audio. Now, don't get me wrong, I mean, there is audio in the show, but that voicemail, that TV theme, it isn't here. But in a way, it's the absence of that audio that's at the heart of this story. So while the format may seem different, it's really the same, for it's the silence today that serves as a window into the seemingly insignificant. Okay, on to the story. There is a phrase in Italian, dolce far niente. It means the sweetness of doing nothing, pleasant idleness. Maybe you've experienced that before, sitting down at a coffee shop and just looking around. The guy reading a book in the corner, or the college student with a laptop, perhaps writing an essay. Or maybe you're sitting on a park bench in a city, watching the cars and taxis and buses drive by, watching the pedestrians, The mother with twins in a stroller rushing to the library, or the man carrying a French horn, and you think to yourself, what is he doing with that horn? Or maybe you're on a lake in a kayak alone and watching the sunset behind the mountains that surround the water. It's in these moments of idleness that a certain beauty comes to light. Dolce far niente. Maybe you've experienced that feeling before, that pleasure, or maybe you haven't. Maybe it's been a long time. In the technology-saturated world we live in, true idleness, moments absent of phones and social media, of the online world, they can be incredibly hard to find. It can be difficult to break out of the autopilot. Will Kane knows. He's tried before. Sometimes I'll, I'll be thinking about all this, like, memories, and I'll realize, you know, I'm often on autopilot. I spent a lot of my life on autopilot. I'm gonna just take this moment, focus myself on this present moment, you know, observe what's around me, and take mental pictures. So I have sort of, I don't remember every time I do this, but I have a sort of a catalog of instances where I've just done that, where I've just sort of sat down, looked around, taken in my surroundings, and intentionally committed it to memory. Today's story is one of those mental snapshots, a picture of idleness. I'm Christian Gobo, and this is Seemingly Insignificant. Within the Boy Scouts of America, there exists a special honor society called the Order of the Arrow. Qualified scouts can apply to join the order, Scouts who, in the words of the order itself, best exemplify the scout oath and law in their daily lives. Will was a Boy Scout growing up, and halfway through climbing the ranks, he was nominated. But being nominated is only the first step. Scouts have to go through an induction ceremony, known ominously as the ordeal. You get there, it's a, it's a three-day, two-night um, camping trip. It's not like intense hiking or whatever, but you go to a service site and 
the first night you like they have the ceremonial whatever it's sort of goofy because it looking back on it from the perspective of, of a member of it but um the ceremony with like they 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 have the drums you sit around a fire they have torches and it, it's sort of tacky but it, it's fun um and then the next day so that's on a friday the the saturday following you are not allowed to speak uh the entire day um except to like convey critically important information you can't talk to anyone you eat a single hard boiled egg which was terribly cooked in my ordeal um it was like purple in the middle for whatever reason it was off-putting but it was the only food you got and a, a slice of toast um and then you would go do manual labor the whole day campers had to sleep separate from one another and they got only modest amounts of food for the weekend the point of the ordeal is that it's demanding candidates are supposed to build character and engage in service by improving the camp the phrase they love is cheerful service and at the end of the day you are sort of indoctrinated and you know now go forth and you know embody uh this mindset of cheerful service wherever you go During a period of free time on that Saturday, Will walked off away from camp, and he sat on a grassy hill. The silence of the day had put him in a reflective mood, and Will took a moment to take in his surroundings. He felt the grass, which he sat on. He saw the clouds in the sky, and he saw the one building across from him. And it was there, in that moment, sitting idle, that Will decided to take a mental snapshot. I remember thinking... Huh. I need to if I want to keep this memory from sort of fading away, I need to remember specific details. So I like stared at like the pattern of the the shingles on the roof or the the gutters or the the bricks in the wall and just sort of painted that picture in my head until I could remember it very vividly with my eyes closed. Uh, and so I still I mean I, re- I don't remember all the details, but I remember that scene, that 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 picture I painted myself. I want to, you know, remember these moments, so I intentionally, you know, tried my best to do so, and I sort of tried to keep doing that, and it's only really when I remember those memories that I'm like, huh, I haven't done that in a while, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just stop and think and take in my surroundings and make an explicit memory that won't sort of fade into the the autopilot nature of the rest of my day. Looking back, that moment of silence, of reflection on the hill, it trumps all the other memories in Will's mind. Maybe it's that pleasant idleness, that feeling of being contented. It dominates Will's memory. I actually, now that I remember it, it's weird that I remember that moment just sitting alone in the grass when, um, the, that, that night at dinner, the guy who's actually in charge of the entire Northeast region of the United States chapter of the Order of the Arrow, um, like the, 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 the chief guy or the, the, the head honcho or whatever, he joined us for dinner and he actually sat down at my table for a bit and I had dinner with him. And I'm remembering that now after I remember the other memory. <laughs> um, it's sort of funny. Yeah, that's... I guess you didn't commit that one to memory. <laughs> yeah, I guess not, huh? <laughs> Shortly after Will returned from the hill, the ordeal ended. He could talk again, and he could eat all the food he wanted. 
and he was officially a member of the Order of the Arrow. A couple of months ago, I was walking through the woods behind my school. The sun was starting to set, and I was thinking about all the things I had to do before the day ended. Readings and midterms to study for, and laundry to put in the wash. I was cresting a hill when I saw a man walking his dog. We crossed paths, and as he passed, he said, Aye, nice day, isn't it? And it wasn't until I responded in the affirmative that it hit me. It really was a nice day. Nothing bad had happened. Nothing had gone terribly wrong. It was a good day. You know, and I continued that walk for another 15 minutes, and it was just this little, like, uh, I don't know, sun started to set even more, and I'm just reflecting, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, hmm, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's sort of ironic. Um, myself, personally, I live very much in the present moment, um, sort of paradoxically, while I'm also hyper-concerned about what I'm going to do with the future, but it's just I live often for what is the most entertaining or exciting thing that I can be doing at this very moment and my you know you know my brain has sort of tricked myself into thinking you know if I hop on Call of Duty or or Rust that's gonna be you know action-packed I'm gonna make the most of this two hours I have before I have to go to bed or get to class or whatever I don't have time to go take a 15-minute walk in the in the Arboretum that'd be you know a waste of time but ironically you know those moments where you're not actually doing much or where you're doing something that you didn't think was gonna be significant are more often than not the ones that I remember more than the embarrassing 2150 hours that I've spent inside of rust (laughs) So often we live for action. We walk and think about everything that needs to get done. The benignity of a day is overshadowed by the stress of the future. It can be hard to be idle, to sit in the silence, and to see the seemingly insignificant. But the trick is to notice the grass on the hill and the shingles on the building below, to sit on the park bench and to people watch, to take mental pictures and capture the sweetness and to feel the joys of Dolce Farniente. Niente.